Ladies and gentlemen, you are now listening to the Talking Nonsense About Impact Wrestling Podcast. Cross the line in three, two, one. Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode 76 of the Talking Nonsense About Impact Wrestling Podcast. My name is Jeff. And alongside me, as always, is the Todd Kennelly to my Tom Hannafin. It's Max, everyone. What's going on? Hey, everybody. I want to be you, Tom. You don't want to be Todd Kennelly? Was that his name? I don't even know who that is. Uh, I'm not going to answer that. Let's see if anyone in the chat group will see what it fills up. Yeah, can answer that for Google. Don't Google it, bro. Don't Google it. Let the chat have some fun. Uh, if you guys are coming into the chat, uh, we thank you there. Uh, if you're watching us live on Twitch, 8 p.m. every Saturday currently, as Max heavily breathes over the, the camera. Oh, that? Uh, no, bro, that's messed up. That's disrespectful. Why? You could have at least picked Taz. I thought you'd be the guy who doesn't show his penis to people who don't want to see. Right? Depends how many drinks I've had, you know what I'm saying? Uh, no. I digress. <laughs> I digress. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> I Max has never done that. He said it. I didn't say it. Uh, anywho, uh, welcome to the show, guys. If you're a regular viewer of the TNIW channel, if it's us, if it's the TBN guys, or, or something in between, we thank you. Uh, we have a great show tonight. Uh, you guys keep the numbers going, so I really don't need to talk about it too much. But I do want to mention, if you're this is your first time, or you're new to Impact, or revisiting Impact, let us be your guides, all right? Uh, we are spoiler-free, uh, transparent, unbiased, and honest. Uh, so one fan at a time, one friend at a time, as we always say. Let's do the numbers quickly, because uh, we have a lot to talk about. Uh, so live show's doing well. We're up to 76, so you guys uh, made a liar out of me. We are at actually, no, we're actually at 76 at 76, so we're good. I said by the episode 100, we will have 100. So 24 <laughs> more weeks. What's that, six months? I just need to create uh, 24 more Twitch accounts. <laughs> I have 76 already created. <laughs> don't don't ruin the magic, man. Uh, no, my mom's got two. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, and your parents got a Nielsen box, so we're we're all in so on. My parents it, have two. The count is two Nielsen box. Two people. Mm. Yeah, they're actually pagers now that you wear. They're not an actual box. It's a pager you wear. Yeah, it's like a little device that you wear that tracks everything. And they put it under your fingernail. Where do they? <laughs> no, you have to. You have to wear it on. You have to wear it on you. Oh, I could go on and on and that, and we will actually. We'll actually talk about that a little bit because I have to. As we say, we're transparent, unbiased, and honest. I do have to make an apology and say I was wrong on something about the Nielsen ratings and sponsors. But a little more interesting take than just Jeff's wrong. Uh, I am wrong, <laughs> but in a different. Uh, but yeah, so thank you if you're if you're here for the first time. If you're not, uh, hit subscribe. If you're not already a subscriber, it, it takes five seconds. We appreciate it very much, and that's the less we have to talk right here about that. The more we can talk about impact, which is what we're all here for. Um, with that being said, if you are a YouTube uh, subscriber uh, and you comment on our last episode, the one you're viewing right now, we will read it. No matter what, <laughs> unfiltered on this show. Uh, with, with, before I actually uh, lie on that as well, I do have to give a shout out to Chuck Hall, who is a first time commenter, uh, in my opinion. If, if not, I'm, I apologize. 
Uh, he had a very lengthy and uh, insightful comment, which is definitely worth a read, uh, that cannot fit on the show uh, in one screenshot. So definitely go check that out. Comment back. Uh, keep the community going. What's up, Io? Everyone in the Bird, Brother Bird's in there. Lucha's in there. Hey, what's going on? Good crew, Steve. Nadia, go-go power rankings are what we're going to get to right now after the YouTube comments. So let's go through this. Uh, Max, uh, can you see them or do you want me to? I can see them. My reading all three of them. Uh, go for it. So our, uh, starts with, I think the first two are from our friend uh, Cider Blurry 28 We always agree with. <laughs> really good show this week. Great main event with Deanna vs. Roxy. We definitely agreed with that. I know. I love that main event. And, I mean, Impact is – I think that's just promoting. It's a little bit blurry. Promoting the, the New Japan Pro Wrestling Talents at the next tapings, but they can't keep relying on non-signed talent all the time. And last one is from Trent. I think it's his hatchet. I can't, once again, I can't read. That's blurry. Uh, favorite Impact podcast. Well, that's nice to know. Oh, what a um, guy. Um, uh, I'll, I'll talk about the New Japan stuff. Okay. At number five. Heard. Yeah, yeah. I would like to answer all those as well. Thank you for the uh, for the niceness there. Uh, Gary's movie important. He said Sling is way too buggy where I live. I had no issues with it at all. Um, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know about anything else. Hey, but... like like a lot of things in life, uh, sometimes you just gotta trust that somebody's area or yeah. some, you know. I also I also ran people's... off the Roku app, and I don't know if that, like off of Roku, so I don't know if mm. that. It, makes a difference in how well it works and the fact josh keeps getting roadblocks to the impact title make it seem like scott is doing this on purpose because he is a heel i doubt they'll make scott turn heel but storyline wise it would be something interesting or somewhat interesting it would be interesting for scott to turn heel i feel like josh is getting roadblocked because they're trying to save that the rematch rematch. (laughs) and they have to give a reason other than just hey man yeah well you know i don't know what it goes what it comes to what it goes down to rather uh you know do we finally stop preaching about team canada and team canada comes back and, and it's not a heel turn but more of a you know everyone's kind of it's very gothamy as we always say there's a lot of uh, turf war so it, it could be anything you know so uh, it's not out of the realm of uh, possibility it was either yeah. i think it was taven that brought up team canada on this week's episode he did he did and what i noticed last night because i'm a dumb dumb uh finally noticed that uh vbd that would be i feel like every group eric young has ever been in they've had a flag and i just i was like holy shit and the reason i and i reason that even came into play was i was re-watching the episode and i was writing about how much i hate and i guess i'll use here how much i hate when people in wrestling like i get it it's we all understand it's 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 you know it's a work and whatever but do you have to put your hand over the sledgehammer every time, or the bat, or the flagpole? Like Jesus! Like we, the sled, I, putting so, it over the sledgehammer is I, stupid because all you do is break your hand. <laughs> break your hand so like, stupid. I, I hate it. Um, but anyways, I yeah. Um, anywho, uh, no, I like the roadblocks thing for Josh because I do think it it comes it'll come full circle for him uh, when he gets his emotions right. Even though angry Josh is the way to go, so I think angry Scott is the way to go as well. Um. And then we forgot to Gary, hashtag your channel rocks. Gotta go our Barry Horowitz in there. All right, guys, thank you for your comments. Uh, make sure that you, uh, you know, you like, subscribe, all that jazz. But comment, 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 and uh, along with this as well, write us at tn at tnaiw channel on twit Twitter. I can't get my words right. We're gonna go to power rankings, and you'll see what I'm talking about. Be right back. <laughs> 
Hi there, this is Doctor with Three Years of Wrestling and it's power ranking time. Number 10, Brothers by Design. Number 9, Charlie Haas. Number 8, Impact World Champion Moose. Number 7, Digital Media Champion Jordan Grace. Number 6, Steve Macklin. Number 5, W. Morrissey. Number 4, Honor No More. Number 3, Tasha Steele. Number two, ROH Champion, Jonathan Gresham. Number one, The Walking Weapon, Josh Alexander. That was your top 10 Impact Wrestlers of the week. Do you agree? Let us know at TNA IW channel. Back to you guys. All right. Uh, so do you guys agree? What I was going to get out, I was trying to get as you can write us at TNAIW channel regarding your YouTube comments or something of that nature. If you want to write us that way to have us read something, we don't care. We'll make it work. Uh, and two, um, if you come on and complain <laughs> about these uh, these power rankings, as a lot of people seem to want to, write us at TNAIW channel. Max, uh, we don't talk about them too much, but as we said, it's getting very Attitude Era-ish where every segment matters, where every segment has a star in it. Uh, and some great talent's going to miss the show. Now we should talk about power rankings a little bit. Let's make it, let's put a little shine on it. Do you agree or disagree? Um, for the most part, I agreed. I would have put Gresham as one. I just thought personally, he's really impressed me. Um, I obviously have a little bit of an issue when your heavyweight champion is like an eight. I feel like <laughs> the fact that he's the heavyweight champion should at least put him in the top three. Even if he doesn't, even if he does nothing else other than just appear in a flashback about killing Ziggy Dice, should still be top three. But you know, no, I—that's the point. He—he he was in a flashback. Okay. <laughs> he, now, if it was a continuous, uh, uh, he was so amazing last week that no one even felt the need to wrestle him this week. They were all scared of him. Number one power. We'll have to look into it if you want to make a change. The like, one thing, the, the best one, team in the NFL, if they're on a bye, doesn't automatically get bumped down to the eighth spot because they didn't play. You know what I'm saying? Okay, that's fair. That means we need to change the system because I think people we vote on a uh, we vote by the way, meaning not you because you don't participate. Correct. I, um, much so like the American public, I prefer not to vote. <laughs> Just and talk then, about it <laughs> and then get angry about the results. Yeah. Oh man. Um, <laughs> God. God bless. All right. Um, Shout out to all the other countries around the world doing it right. Um, <laughs> you know, I, I agree with you in the sense of Moose is the world championship beyond there on the regular. Deanna just won two championships. You know, that wouldn't hurt. I voted for Gresham and ROH as a package deal as number one. Uh, it's just we're getting to a place. We'll have to change it up a little bit, maybe even make it more not week to week, but as a continuous run. Um, but uh, eh. see. I think it's debatable. There's so much good talent right now. And no, I agree. So uh, with that being said, let me go into uh, our first topic, of course. Uh, someone actually mentioned I wasn't doing lightning bolts lately. So, yeah, we love you guys. Every comment you have. There you go. Uh, so Impact on Access TV rating. I'm going to run down the review. Uh, Max will give me his uh, his viewpoint. I'll give him mine back. We'll go from there. 
All right. Uh, first up, we have uh, BTI. We had uh, Grace successfully defending her DMC against Lady Frost. <laughs> Cardona points and later clarifies he wants a shot at the Impact World Wide Web Championship. Uh, and he has, in a, in a surprise move, has Jordan on his sights. Uh, Tasha Steele's X and Evans with her. Defeated Chelsea Green with a crucifix bomb, then has words in exchange with Mickey. Uh, Green Evans exchange uh, fisticuffs, as they say. And Mickey was on commentary. Once again, I'm going to mention everyone who's on commentary because I think these are people who are getting TV time to talk and show who they are, develop their character, uh, because Delo's out for a little bit. So I really dig that. Uh, the influence after attacking Rosemary uh, and sending her out defeated Havoc in a uh, two-on-one handicap match uh, with a double stroke like maneuver. That's what I don't know what they call it. Uh, Caleb on commentary there. I uh, love the rapport with him and Tom already. The inspiration are in Florida being the inspiration uh, looking great and being fucking hilarious. Uh, Morrissey destroyed the learning tree uh, with BQE uh, in full. I guess that's his powerbomb uh, name. Uh, maneuver there. And uh, full face mode, Max. Full face mode. And he wants Moose. Throwing up the W to everybody. Trying to sell that merch. We'll see where it goes. Uh, Myers was on commentary for that one. Uh, we get a little small video package uh, for the quintessential diva who's coming. Bailey is visited uh, in his locker room by Ace and Fulton. Uh, gives him his card. Nice little Joker uh, Wink there. ROH uh, was escorted to a skybox. Gresham successfully defends his ROH title against Macklin. Uh, no honor, handshake in the beginning. Uh, banger of a match. Uh, beautiful storytelling. I can't wait to talk about that. Obviously, I'm already going to in my opinion. Uh, Gallows and Doring defeated Heath and Rhino, as we called them. Uh, what did we call them? Uh, Vi Violent Brothers? <laughs> Stupid. I don't know. Um, where were we there? With um, there we go. Okay, Doring so uh, and Anderson on commentary. Anderson uh, on commentary. Yeah, Heath and Rhino, all, you know, uh, doing their thing. Alexander uh, defeats Charlie Haas via tap out. ROH then invades Impact Frontline. Make the save if you if you will. Shout out to Craig for that little reference. Uh, and then Maria asks asks, uh, "Do we believe?" And she used to believe, and now they believe uh, that their name is Honor No More, the Rogues Gallery from ROH. Uh, a lot to unpack, Max. Let's shy away from the ROH because we're going to hit that at number three uh, in more detail. Okay. Uh, but do you like this program for the DMC Championship? Is it a great way to put Cardona in the place that we've been preaching he should be for the past few months um, as as far as a character? And then Morrissey, complete face. Where does that lead besides no surrender? Uh, February what, 23rd on live on Impact Plus. So first off, I thought that I think Cardona being going after this DMC championship is great. Um, he had mentioned that, you know, he kind of started this whole thing mm -hmm. and he did like that was his title that he had created in WWE. So I think that this I think he did great in his program with Moose and Morrissey. Um, I feel like. It, it made sense for him to go after this. It just – it was one of those things that he really – he should have been at the beginning. So I liked that a lot. Um, overall for the episode, I liked the episode a lot. Um, I'll say my favorite match was the ROH match. Um, we'll talk about that more. But I once again, I 
I like that they addressed that Delo wasn't there. It wasn't like, oh, you know, hey, Delo. They addressed, hey, Delo's still healing up, right. and we're going to go ahead and have um, the people on again. I thought everyone did a really good job. I thought Caleb with a K did a really good job talking about, like, they did a lot building their. Um, their rivalry with the influence talking about, Oh, how they chickened out, how they were scared. They're like, well, they, they weren't cleared to be here. So they brought up that. Yeah. I thought that was really well done. Um, I thought the, the Josh Alexander, Charlie Haas match really surprised me. I knew it was going to be good just because it's Josh Alexander, yeah. but I, I wasn't sure if Charlie Haas, how much he had wrestled, um, but kind of from what it sounded like he had said after that, after this, that kind of this match kind of reignited the fire in him and he was like hey, I'm going to take once I heal up from the concussion I'm going to take bookings again. So I wasn't really sure obviously I, I saw that prior to me seeing the match. Okay. So I wasn't sure like <clears throat> how much he had been wrestling but he looked good. I thought I it would be I would he's someone that I would like to see back in periodically from time to time. I don't know if I want to spend full time with him but um definitely good enough there. Yeah. Tasha Steeles I I understand she won the big X. I really wish it was something other than a giant X that she carried around because that's, that's it's just history. I know, but yeah. I'm just saying like, I just, I wish there was, I wish there was some type of something because just carrying around the big X to me is funny. Um, but I thought it was a good episode overall. Um, I'm not going to lie. I kind of zoned out on the dot gallows, Joe Doreen versus Rhino and Heath match um, kind of right after the ROH match. I was still kind of mad. I was really good at that one. Just kind of yeah, the tag division awesome. yeah. is meant right now. We could agree. Yeah, I did, I just I don't like them all teamed up. I, I kind of feel like it takes away two tag teams and said it like I almost feel like the Good Brothers and Verse VBD could be a feud, but they're teamed up. Um, we've got the quintessential diva Joel Gertner coming. <laughs> uh, my apologies, he's the quintessential stud muffin. Um, so we've got, an, once again, we've got another, um, they're using video packages. I like that they use the video packages like that. Yeah. It really reminds me of old WCW. Like when you would get like, Gla I always go back to the Glacier package for some reason. This is the one like right. thing that always sticks out to me is Glacier. Um, but no, and I like the stuff with, I like what they're doing with the ROH. I don't want to talk about it too much, but I found, found it funny to where they're like, Hey, we, we bought tickets. Mm -hmm. We have tickets here. And um, they go out there and they're like, did you really think we would let you in after what you guys did last week? And Taven's like, uh, yeah. Like, <laughs> Why wouldn't you let us in? We've got tickets. Right. Like, I just thought that whole like interaction was really well done and really funny. I'm interested with Eddie coming out for the save there. Yeah. It's He's still put on as impacts hero mm -hmm. but i'm really wondering if he's gonna end up turning like he comes out with a kendo stick <clears throat> swinging at people um it just it's one of those things where yeah. i'm like man it would be it'd be so good for him to turn and them like they do it it's it's an invasion that they're doing right yeah yeah you know and, and i i know we'll touch on that uh, on uh on three so i'm not gonna go ham on that um but it's hard not to talk about it because there's so many things intertwined with its goodness. With the storyline, yeah. Lodge, yeah. Um, you know, but as, as far as the, the division, you know, it's no offense to the individuals, I don't think. I, I think that we like the Good Brothers well enough. I, I love the Good Brothers. You know, I mean, come on, we're fans. Oh, yeah. Uh, individually, yeah, Rich and Willie, cool. BBD, cool, even though I, I wish it was um, 
you know, maybe more defined as who is who the tag team is in it, you know, especially if you're splitting them up all the time. Now, I understand why they're doing it. They're, you know, the, the division is, is noticeably weak. It's the weakest spot. I, I think even the company would admit that. It doesn't mean... It just means that it doesn't mean it sucks necessarily. It just means that everything else is right now it is top or top priority. Um, but yeah. with the addition of the kingdom and stuff, we'll get to it there. Um, I, I still get obviously the Bullet Club has to come into play here at some point with the Good Brothers. Me a, a, a program, you know, and obviously we're spoiler free, so please keep it spoiler free uh, free in the chats, please. Um, but uh, you know. It, I think there's a reason, and obviously Bullet Club's coming in to take on VBD, as you can see on our Tron there. Uh, that's going to be a match that's guaranteed. So maybe that was always the plan, and they just needed to get you know hold off for now and get by for now. It's no excuse whatsoever, um, but I just I, I, Heath and Rhino the pairing is I, you know the one thing I looked at, and it wasn't even about the tag division that I was harping on with with Heath and them. Uh, you know, I love Rhino. Hearing his music, I, I, the nostalgia of that is still great to me. Um, but I feel so bad for Heath. He went from, I think, someone who proved us wrong within a matter of a couple tapings, not even, um, when he first debuted. And we were stoked. You know, we weren't the biggest Heath fans coming in. We didn't, you know, watch his work enough or or, or find it interesting enough within the WWE, you know, universe to watch. Um, but we were pleasantly surprised. We were excited about it. He gets injured. The momentum was there, unfortunately. He had those great video packages. And now he's got to come back and build up. And unfortunately for him, he's coming in a time, back at a time, where the amount of talent we have is probably double when he came in originally. Um, I, I feel like he would be best if they're going to stick him in a tag team is him in a tag team with Brian. Myers. Oh, I was, dude, I was thinking that because they both could play. I feel douchey, like they both. Yeah. They would be a better tag. Like, like I, I like him and Rhino because they, they have this funny little story about, you know, I have kids and all the stuff from WWE that they did that was funny. Yeah. But in terms of him, like actually being something and, that, and if they're just going to be a jobber tag team mm. cool if that's all you see this but i feel like him and brian myers would be a really good tag team if they're going to put put somebody together yeah. no i i it's funny you say that we have we don't powwow off air as far as going over the topics and you know and telling us our points uh but that that's that's really great uh yeah that's what i was just thinking and it's not that I don't like my Brian Myers on his own. Obviously, I'm supporting my shirt. I love the learning tree, but I think it would be really cool for him to show people how it's done kind of shit uh, and, and get away from, you know, it being Cardona for a bit. I think that'd be a breath of fresh air for everybody. And it'd be really funny. And, you know, I just want, I just want Keith to get his and, and to, and to get back to where he was. I know it's going to be a slow crawl, but yeah. it, it, it sucks for him. I feel bad. Yeah. It's going to take, take some time. Um, and, you know, also, last thing I'll say, then I'll let you run yeah. through it. I feel like I really like Tasha Steeles. I feel like she's continued to separate herself as a single star. Um, the match was good. And then her her talking with Mickey where she mentions like going back to Empower, mentions Nick Aldis. I was hoping she'd call him Nicky James. Yeah. I know that's our joke. Yeah. But had she said that, that would have been great. But she's – I think she's going to be – the next champion. I think she's a, a good pick for it. 
here's my my thing on Tasha. I, I think before I, I date, you know, and, and this isn't whatever, but this is just for me being honest. So the next thing I say doesn't seem like I'm whatever. So you can see the transparency in, in my belief here. I love Tasha. Day one, came in. I know I said, give her and Kiara the bag. Give them the shirts. Give them the merch. I'll buy each one I did. And, get you know, put them together. They were the first knockouts. You know, we believed in them since day one. Let's put that out there. I still believe in her now. That promo and her promo work, unfortunately, and she's trying and they're trying to give her the confidence or whatever it may be. It, it's just not, it doesn't feel organic and it doesn't feel, it doesn't feel real. It feels like she's talking as if I'm, you know, like kind of boy strength. Yes, which I like, I liked it. I, I don't feel like it's her. And it's not that she's not that attitude. She is not those words. It's however she's delivering it or they're asking her to, or she thinks she needs to. I just want her to be herself because herself's pretty fucking cool. And, or, or, you know what I mean? Like, she's just natural. I think it'll work a little bit better. But she's got to come into it. Hey, look, AJ, and that's the greatest compliment I could give. AJ was a, we were a, well, obviously a day one fan of, uh, <laughs> June 19th, 2002. But he wasn't the most believable, I guess. Oh, he was horrible. <laughs> okay. He's horrible. Okay. Well, you know, we have our things. Uh, so, you know, and he came around. And I actually enjoyed listening to AJ and I always have because I've, you know, once again, same with Tasha, I'll never just not be a, a stand for her. But same time, like she, I, I hope she grows into it. She's young. She's got time. Uh, that was one of the notes I had. I love the Cardona thing. Cause it's going the direction we uh, wanted to love the Tom thing, but I'll talk about that. Calm down. I know though. I got a little velvet, um, velvet and, uh, <laughs> Oh Lord! Uh, yeah, I love the Cardona stuff. Um, I love the production. It's looking more and more like 2006 to eight TNA. I think the goal for Impact is to get to 2010 uh, venues by uh, 2023. Um, but hopefully, we fill out those venues compared to TNA. Uh, so let's see what else I got here. Yeah, love all those. Love the Macklin man. I know we'll get into it more when we talk about you know Gresham, and then we'll talk about more with that match and stuff. But as far as Macklin by itself, uh, it, it, if he doesn't represent what the fuck you can do in Impact Wrestling and make you go, oh yeah, maybe I should go there uh, after getting canned somewhere. I, I don't know what does. This dude was someone that you told me he signed and has nothing to do with uh, where he came from or uh, as far as what company or who he's dating or not. I don't, I don't give a shit about all that. I just, I didn't know enough. I wasn't excited. I think everyone could say in WWE, no one saw this coming. I don't think this Macklin was there in NXT uh, like we're seeing now. And if I'm wrong, then I'm wrong. Uh, but this dude is something I look forward to every fucking time he comes out. That jacket fits him. He's doing the Punisher thing. It works. He didn't do the handshake. He la very just Wolverine-y Punisher, and I fucking dig it, man. Um, so I'm really uh, happy for him there uh, and us who get to watch it. Uh, a lot of Kurt Angle references, which we'll talk about at four. We'll do a little point-counterpoint on that, I think. I agree with Eddie thing. We'll talk about that at ROH, but 
as soon as I, I wrote it down, as soon as he came out, man, he swung and no one hit. No, it didn't hit nobody. I think we're going somewhere. Is, even if they just tease he, it. So I can't remember who the last person is out. He even at, now it may have just been him trying to get them out of the ring, but he yeah. actually like pushed someone out of the ring instead of hit him with uh thing mm. which granted may have been just getting them out of the ring but if we're looking for a reason yeah I, i'm trying to uh, figure out a couple of things that i wrote down in, in uh, the treehouse here that uh, obviously do not make sense when reading them back uh <laughs> i do have something about fabric which i i know what it is and i don't want to i i love uh that i think it's jolene who, who's been the uh the very wonderful uh seamstress for impact all these years um but you know when they get a new roll of fabric of that, that fucking building. Because it's that gold, that red, and that black. It's on everyone's new costume, man. Everyone's new attire. Uh, and that was a little high, Jeff, moment there. Uh, and I just remind me, because Tasha had the, the menagerie. It's fun. Kind of like circusy like gimmick. At, uh, yeah, yes, the menagerie. Yeah, and then the menagerie. And then kind of look. And then Moose had the, the robe, the more... Stingish robe that had the same material, and then I forgot who this week uh, influence influenced it. Um, yeah, as I said before, inspiration or gold. I'll touch on D'Lo later. Uh, but uh, the other thing I want to point out: Sarita and Taylor Wilde were the throwback uh, video of the week. Could that was interesting. Was it interesting. That was when they were first crowned. It could be just trying to get the the belts a little importance, uh, show the history of it there, but. Uh, Something to keep your eye on. She was taking off the, 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 the roster page, but that doesn't mean anything. Remember, you can ask Impact, they'll say the same thing. It just cleaning up doesn't mean they're not welcome back. They were per deal or whatever it is. Um, hey, Brother Craig. Hello, my friend. Uh, a perfect chance to uh, plug that and uh, move on to the one more topic before we go on. Uh, you could catch Craig now, if you're missing Craig, on their uh, British sister show across the pond there uh it is called talking bloody nonsense and there's every thursday 4 p.m eastern 9 p.m british time him and the wonderful nixon it's a great banter uh you'll dig it and they talk about uh british wrestling wrestling <laughs> which i can't say nor talk about because i'm pale nonchalant all right and unintelligent all right let's get into number two uh there's a lot to, oh yeah i did want to say the morrissey thing real quick I think this ends with Enzo still. I think it does. I think people should prepare for that, whatever they feel. I don't think it's, I don't, the hatred towards the guy, I don't understand. If you don't like his character, that I could, um, you know. Yeah, I think, I think a lot of the uh, hatred comes from that? that improper, or when he got the allegation against him that turned out to be false. I think a lot of people already didn't like the character. Right. And then when that came out, it was kind of like, okay, cool, I just hate him now. Yeah. But And I think, uh, you know, I was obviously one of the people that wasn't a big fan of him when he jumped to Raw. I don't know why. From from NXT, it just changed. I, I told you. He was good by himself yeah. in, um, when he was the, I want to call it, the Cruiserweight champion. He was good there yeah. um, with the Zo train, but outside of that. Uh, the one other thing, and I guess I'll save the, the match uh, talk for later, yeah. It's about Macklin, but I'll save it. It's, it's whatever. Um, yeah, so I, just, I, did, hard, I want to talk about that match. Um, but I, I do want to say the ROH footage. I'll at least say that. The memories that gave back. It actually, if Johnny, I don't know if you're watching, uh, but it's actually to show Johnny and I attended. I think he was uh, 
working. The, he was working though, so we were just visiting or we were watching. He was uh, working. Uh, yeah, and it was really cool to see that. Uh, really cool uh, to see how they present ROH with the respect and dignity that we should be treating ROH and their fandom, uh, even though maybe we weren't treated as such prior. Remember that, guys. All right, number two. This is another one of being transparent, honest, and all that jazz. I have to admit, uh, I said the Nielsen ratings don't matter. I'm not going to admit that that doesn't isn't the case. I, I still think that uh, to certain uh, markets, to certain uh, sponsors, and you know the Pfizer world and those kind of uh, big name sponsors, uh, which is the money. Sure, yes, yes, it, it does matter. Um, but more people watch. Uh, other people's wrestling podcasts and they watch all of the cable news combined. So, so it's not, you know what I mean? Like there's how much does it matter? Could one YouTube video or one podcaster uh, change the game in regards to sponsorship and all that? And that's what we're going to jump into a little bit. Um, The Nielsen ratings are changing. Eventually we will have to embrace them because they will be more accurate. Max was already mentioning something about a, Fucking, uh, what is it called? A leg burn? <laughs> a, uh... They're like, they're like little, they look like little pagers that they wear, that my parents On wear. their ankles? I mean, I don't know. They're not, they're not a house arrest. <laughs> you never know, man. Um, but, uh, yeah, gotta get the rating somehow. Um, but yeah, so my, my point was, is we kept mentioning, well, if it's it's 1,000% proof that we're getting sponsorship without the, the, the great ratings that other people get. So how are we getting sponsorship? Which we are in the, the chef box and all that, sure. But the when it comes to the movies, I mentioned it last week that maybe, and we should look into this because it might be that multi-million dollar, 3,000 library video on demand purchase that Anthem made, uh, I think in November. And uh, sure enough, it is. Uh, so we are sponsored by our own uh, uh, brand. I don't know if it's, one, it's not as tacky as it sounds. Uh, because, look, it, anytime you watch a Hulu uh, show and you get a Disney um, a Disney advertisement, do you shit on Disney? And say, oh, that's tacky of Hulu to air. No, you, you don't. So um, they're still get paid. It's still a division. Uh, it is what it is, but would it be nice to have bigger other sponsors? Of course. But anyway, so Gravitas Ventures. Is, we don't own PBR. That is true. That is true. Nor that meal thing, unless uh, Robert Irvine does. Um, but yeah, so so as far as that goes, I do want to uh, correct myself and, and say that Gravitas Ventures, if you want to look it up, is now an Anthem company. They bought 3,000 movies. Uh, this one in particular. Now, now, Max, this is the question I have because there's actually a question besides my uh and minutes of uh, idiocy. Um, so, one, does that change your mind about the Nielsen ratings, once again? Uh, as in, oh man, I guess because we're not getting sponsors, that means the ratings do matter. Or, would you call this a revelation in the sense of what we talked about slightly off-air, though? Uh, and we'll bring it into this, which is, impact isn't waiting around anymore for some white knight to come in like TNT uh, and scoop us up. We don't, we didn't have that momentum that AEW did when they secured theirs or the connections or whatever it may be right now. We are in a place. Thank, thankfully to uh, from Scott and, and uh, Anthem writing the ship uh, to where now our parent company can buy a th- multi-million dollar three three uh, thousand movie library uh, video library 
uh, and use it to advantage. What this really means, what they're doing is very smart. They purchased it for multi-millions, uh, but it's not anywhere in the double digits if my, if my intel is correct here. The movie that King's Daughter, which is, I hate to say it, but I have to be honest, it's a piece of shit. Uh, and I'll tell you, and I tell you how I know it prior. Um, but uh, long story short, it'll go in 2,100 theaters. Impact paid, or Anthem paid diddly for it. They put it out there. It was originally uh, a movie that was watched over by Disney, then Paramount, then abandoned. Uh, so they slapped Julie Andrews' uh, <laughs> narration on it and put it out theaters. And now that the theater brands are dying because of the situation we're in, Anthem is taking the advantage there uh, and putting some things in uh, in movie theaters, even if they aren't the best movies or they are just content. Um, and I think that's the way the world's going. Most of the big premieres will go to Disney. Uh, most of the big premieres will go straight to Netflix. So it's an opportunity for even maybe Impact to have their pay-per-views in theaters again or something. And that's the open-door thing. And I know people say, oh, that's a stretch. It's really not. Knowing the little amount of stuff I do from the time I was in said industry, everything is connected. And in the way of, I just said with Disney and Hulu, even more so now you can look it up and you can see the interweb that everything feeds each other. Um, so I think this is really cool for Impact. Uh, it makes it look like we have some sponsorships. So for if other sponsorship comes along and says, oh, you know, let me give this a look, even if they fucking know it's our own company. Um, and honestly, in a world where cable is dying, let's be honest, I already said, you know, I, I really believe that unless they change their, their game. The world is going to two things. You wait for that white knight or you build your own brand. And it makes me happy that we have a, a parent company that people will, complain about no matter what that are making the strategic moves to put impact brand out there in a more responsible way instead of how i hate to say it but when hogan came in and just threw our money out there and made us go live and travel and all this shit they've done the right things they've invested the right way and it's possible that i think everything they do feeds each other so i'm okay with it i don't have to answer so you do this <laughs> went on sorry so, first thing I'll say is I'm looking through Gravitas Ventures library, Ugh. and it's hot ass. Mm. Like, the best thing I've seen so far is Valiant, which looks like it might be the story of the Las Vegas Knights. Oh. Um, yeah. So that's, that's good. Cool. Yeah, a lot of it. And then it looks like they have a movie that looks like it. it it's not Rent. But it's got you know how it rent has like the colors and orientation. It's in different. Each one is. It's called Streetlight Hormones uh, Harmonies, oh. and it's got that. So it looks like it kind of might be like a, I don't know. It just looks horrible. But either way, um, <laughs> in terms of them using, I mean the, the movies just look bad. Um, they do have an abducted by plain sight movie. Looks interesting. Um, so the whole thing about them putting the movie on or using impact to promote it. I don't think that's a bad thing because as you said, Disney owns Disney, ESPN and ABC. Hulu and Hulu. National Geographic. <laughs> yeah, but like the National Geographic has its own channel, but I'm just National Geographic channel but whatever. Okay. But so like when you see a like you said, when you see a advertisement for Disney on ABC or ESPN, 
Disney isn't doing that because they're like, you know what? We own these channels. Let's just throw a throw an advertisement on right. them. Right. Just to just to fix they're the like, threat. Yeah. yeah. It's not like because they're doing that because they're like, well, this particular show gets good viewership. We want people to watch whatever Disney product we're putting out. Yeah. So we'll run an advertisement because we can. Mm-hmm. I feel like it's the same thing here. Now, this movie apparently I, this King's Daughter movie looks another movie looks like it's hot ass, but it does have James Bond in it, um, or old James Bond in it. No, but one real quick, I, I can give you a quick summary. Um, Pierce Brosnan, the former James Bond, is trying to murder a mermaid. So there's that, and it uh, it's, it costs forty million, and I'm sure Impact uh, or Anthem got it as part of a uh, you know a five million dollar. Yeah, but I mean, the, the preview looked good. The, when I was seeing the preview, I was like, oh, this looks like something I might want to watch. No. Apparently not. Uh, but no, but I think they put that show on him. They put that preview on Impact because Impact is Anthem's number one show, yeah. which means if you're looking to put a movie that you're trying to get people interested in, right. putting it on your number one show is a good thing. So it's clearly. They have faith in impact to be like, hey, you draw viewership. Let's go ahead and use this as a sponsor. So I don't – is it a little disappointing that it's not uh, its own thing that impact is just getting these? Yes, but I do agree that it very well could – excuse me, could lead to other people saying, hey, why not? We're we're an indie movie. We don't have the money to put a advertisement on AEW. Or W on TNT, TBS, or USA or Fox, but we can put it on Impact, right. and Same so I, I think, LA, yeah. So it's a wrestling show. I, th- I so I think that's what it can do is it can lead yeah. to to things like that. And I think it's it's not always about picking up big sponsors because unfortunately, yeah. big sponsors don't like put money into wrestling. No. But if you can find the right sponsors and more sponsors, it's going to show growth in your product, and that they're at least getting a return that they're happy with, and well, will continue to invest. Well, I think I think that's the thing you got people got to realize is take a step back and say, well, why don't they go get Snickers? Well, because fucking Snickers doesn't want to pay them any money to, to, to yeah. you know, the numbers just aren't Snickers numbers. We get that. That's we would be on TNT if we had Snickers numbers. Okay, uh, you know, so of course they want bigger. Uh, things, but for now it's going to be you know uh, dry, uh, Irvine's uh, chocolate bars and fucking uh, what was it? Streetlight hookers or whatever you said the movies. Were. Yeah, whatever it's called. All right, uh, Legion of Brothers, not Band of Brothers, but the Legion, Legion of Brothers. Of Brothers. Mm. The Reagan Show. I don't. I, I think that might be something like the Truman Show, but we'll see. Uh, maybe it's about economics. All right, uh, real quick, I forgot. Uh, I found this uh, in my room the other day. Yeah, it's Daphne. R.I.P. Daphne. Was your daughter playing with it? No, it was just uh, oh. it was uh, in a box of stuff. <laughs> a box of stuff. Uh, anywho, let's move on to number three. I need my damn lighting bulbs. Oh, Christ! All right, R.O.H. Gresham. We we've been fighting off trying to talk about it. I, I mean, we can go on about this. Uh, you know, incredibly. Uh, we have 17 minutes, so I do want to hit all of the topics. But this is a big one. Uh, I'm digging it. I don't know how you're feeling about it. Uh, still nervous? Are you unhappy that, you know, they're taking other talent spots? Slash, you know, maybe we could talk about that in the new show a little bit more, at number five, um, you know, as far as talent losing spots or whatever. Um, 
what do you think's next is, is, is another question. Where does this go? Does this play into a new show? How great is it to have pure wrestling on TV for fuck's sake? Um, what's going on? So the pure wrestling is awesome. Um, and I don't know if it's as much that I really like the pure wrestling as much as I like the announcers talking about different things. Oh, you know, you get two you you can strike with a closed fist once and then the second time you're disqualified. Well, they had talked about when Macklin did it. He's like, oh, you know, you that you use that to get in your opponent's head. The rope break things are really interesting. Yeah. Like it's a different rule set. It's it's interesting. And it although all this stuff is obviously predetermined, it allows these wrestlers to play with a different type of strategy mm-hmm. than a normal match allows you to. Exactly. Because you only get three rope breaks. So working that into the match to where you're like, hey, you're out of rope breaks. Okay, like little things like that. Yeah. I think the pure rules are really exciting. I love that this belt is being defended on impact. Yeah. I don't mind the fact that they're using people that aren't impact because here's the thing. Our biggest issue or one of our biggest concerns is, hey, when we make stars, they leave and go to a nut, go to a WWE. So here's the thing. If the people we're, that we're using as our stars, and not always, but a mix of people are from outside people, ROH, who are only here for a short time, or New Japan people who are here for a while and will leave and then may come back, you know they're only going to be here for a short time. So you build a program around them. Yeah. You focus on that program, and then you can be done with it. You don't have to sit here and wonder – is this going to be someone I'm going to have for the next two or three? No, we know we're not going to. Yeah. And it almost similar to what you said about the attitude era. It forces the people in impact to either step their game up yeah. or get left behind. Because let's be realistic. If you're grabbing people from other promotions and you're bringing people in on a per deal basis, you may only need, 20 people on your 30 people on your roster. And then the rest of it can be filled with people who aren't there, which means you can actually get bigger stars in impact because you're saying, Hey, we only need 20 people. I don't need a 50 man roster because we work with new Japan. We'll bring in these people for per appearance and you can kind of use it to get bigger people. So I like what they're doing. I think it's a good idea. Um, You know, so yeah, you know, I, I, I love all of it, obviously. I think as in regards to that, if if the, if, the, if we're going to say on one hand that Impact is building its own brand, Anthem is building it around their flagship Impact, yada, yada, yada. They have to build up more content. Now, granted, Impact has a shit ton of content. Um, but what adding to the roster and bringing these ROH guys in now really does is how, how many times do people if you watch impact plus or have the opportunity to do so or youtube insiders or when it gets to a point where we have a good app will more likely tune to something that says oh top crossover forbidden door moments of the year there's all these little things youtube clips all these little revenue makers just off the interactions of these people um so the more faces you can have on doesn't necessarily hurt the body uh, in my opinion um because it's, you know, when you have an invasion of five people, especially, uh, you can only really make the five people that you're 
that eventually beat you. And when we keep bringing more people in, all that does is secure more matches if this were going to go full on invasion and thing for our guys that need a little rub, they can get more opportunity. Just it spreads out the wealth. I, I saw, I think Lucha mentioned BTI in there too. BTI is stepping up. We've been mentioning the matches as well because uh, they've been really consistently good. The video packages have been nicely done. You know, it's all about building more content. So I, I hope, I know we'll go more into that, into number five if we have time, but uh, I just wanted to mention that. All right. Uh, as far as the Gresham thing, I wanted to talk about Gresham and Macklin in that match and the peer rules in general. When I say peer, yeah, the rules are, are super cool. Uh, it does give them a new whole way to figure out a strategy of beating someone in kickoff, obviously. It, it does give them new little things to use along the way for spots, uh, you know, that are more um, mental than a, a move, per se. Um, you know, so I, I really dig that style of wrestling, though. The reference I'm going to make is what I actually believe. Once again, the show is we say what we feel like. If you have a problem with it, write it. We'll talk about it, and we'll see if we're wrong. Uh, but I don't care, because this reminded me Malenko versus Benoit that match of, of just two guys who could go out there and wrestle on a WCW stinker of a thunder or a Saturday night event or whatever the hell it was called and just tear it up for 15, 20, whatever minutes they were given and just have a match that you that made sense. That, that made sense. Now, I'm not an old Cornetti guy. I'm not going to say, all wrestling needs to be like that. I love the X Division. I love the evolution of where we are with wrestling. But there is a place for this kind of wrestling, and I hope it's on impact uh, permanently. Now, I know we'll talk about that new show. You know, Gresham is great. I, I made the argument that he should be number one in our power rankings just because, I, you know, more so than Josh for me, and I think that that match is inevitable. Um, I, I like, right now, Gresham is must-see for me because it's such a different palette. Uh, you know, it's a different, it's, yeah, it's just a different palette that you're, you're, you're painting off of. It's just, uh, it's such a good throwback and I dig it. And I, and I love the story that it told with Macklin being an asshole, you know, not wanting to shake Macklin, having no honor, Macklin punching him in the face. There were so many cool little things that developed Macklin more, even though he lost, uh, you know, so I love everything they're doing. I know people kind of were like honor no more. That's a weird yeah, you gotta, whatever. I'm here nor there. If that's the group name, it is the group name. Um, I really dig, I, I will say this. I got, I, go. well, so I think that name holds <clears throat> two different purposes. Yeah. One, they no longer, they don't, they're not going to fight with honor. They don't have honor. Right. But two, they're no longer a part of ring of honor. Okay. Because the company's gone. Yeah. So it, it kind of, the name works, kind of right? serves two purposes. It's yeah. Double entendre. Um, yeah, yeah. I still hate PCO. Yeah, I love it. With his little Frankenstein headgear, that bothered me. Love it. It's like Josh's Frankenstein headgear, right? Same thing. Um, I found the two best movies, by the way. Oh, my God. From Gravitas Adventure. All right, lay it on us. One is for the love of Spock. <laughs> Currently holds a 100% rating on Rotten Tomatoes. Wow. The second... Yeah. And that is a 2016 film. The second so far is Back in Time, which is a documentary about Back to the Future. Oh, yeah, yeah. I know that one. I know that one. So. Um, 
Yes. That's all of them. I scrolled through all of them, and those are the two that I found that look decent. Yeah, but guys, look for yourself. Make your own opinions. Uh, Max has the, the most interesting uh, movie taste in the world. Just saw Scream 5. Absolutely amazing. Uh, yeah, way. I'm sure it's uh, going to win an Oscar this year. Um, uh, definitely not. Okay, but... so the, uh, the thing I want to mention, though, really quick, uh, besides the uh, loving ROH thing, loving uh, you know the group, I don't care about the name. I'm excited about what happens. You said Invasion done right. I think you're right because... Right now, you just said that they're not part of Ring of Honor because that, <clears throat> that no longer exists in in, in the laps right now. We're, um, so they're not going home to a parent company right now. So they're on their, their rope. And two, they're not going to fight with Honor when they fight in Impact. They're not going to shake hands. They're not going to do all that. They're going yeah. to wrestle. So you, you're right on both. But when you say those things, it, it makes us... It makes so much sense for us to just call it there. And that's what it is. That if Gresham or a Roxy, who even though I, I think she'll go to a, she'll take that tryout, or she already had the tryout, I think she'll join WWE. But um, even if, when a Gresham turns or someone new comes in, it plays off the fact of, hey, man, I'm just here because ROH sent me and I'm, I'm cool. Like, I just want to wrestle uh, in whatever. And then the group of rogues who are the honor no more that are trying to entice them to come in or know they're already part of the group. Do you know what I mean? Like that turn, I don't know if I'm explaining it right, but it may, it's so definitive that they're not part of ring of honor or whatever it may be. And that Gresham in the beginning, even in his first interview, when I think he was, uh, uh, Macklin came or something, he was mentioning how there's two different groups uh, that were battling for ring of honor. There were the peer wrestling guys and that's him who represent that, uh, in the foundation, I believe. And then, uh, the other group, which is these rogues and, I love how it's playing out. So if he eventually turns or Roxy does, whoever it is comes in and, and so Rick and Bonnie for fuck's sake, it's going to be really cool because you're not expecting, it. you're expecting it to be, this is ROH. These are the guys who don't. So I, I really excited about that. I, I, I like everything going on. And the one thing uh, before we hit up four and five quickly, I think we'll maybe have to skip five. We'll just give our answer, short answer. We can make it a, a cliffhanger. Um, to wrap that up, though, D'Lo not coming back, I, I love how it's getting played because I think D'Lo can come back with a group of STP and represent a different ROH, obviously. Uh, and I think we might get a D'Lo Brown match in 2022. And I'm, That'd be cool. and I'm freaking stoked. So I hope he brings the chest protector out so Taven uh, can talk about it. But, uh, right, four on D-Lo's, four. I mean... S- we already know one of Delo's boys is already in Impact. Him and Doc used to used to run oh, together no. back in the day. Maybe you know, maybe he's going to call up Bully and just bring. No, I think this is a four on four. I think we're going to see STP, and once again, uh, don't tell us. I don't, we don't know. This is spoiler free if you're just tuning in. Yeah. Um, but STP and Delo coming in to take on a, uh, a, a, a I guess, uh, honor no more group would be really cool. All right, so so we have number four, uh, which is Angle Returns. There's a lot of references and a lot of buzz because Charlie Haas and them uh, name-dropping uh, Kurt Angle quite a bit. Last night, I think Macklin even hit an Olympic slam. That was called an Olympic slam. Yeah. Uh, Kurt's dropping a lot of hints. The Rebellion symbol is a question mark. Who knows what that can mean? doesn't necessarily mean Kurt, obviously. But, um, you know, I'm going to shout out to the whoever's – the production side of Impact really stepping it up uh, with these videos and these things. Really cool shit. But yeah, 
Lucha Libre. Spoiler free since 83. There you go. Um, um, so, you know, I think there's a, there's the automatic why ruin it for Angle, the, the legacy he had in Impact slash TNA that was just phenomenal. Uh, he admits that he's his favorite run or whatever. Um, what do you think? Should he risk it to come back in a and one or two off? You know, I don't think he risks it unless he is ready to show that he's hurt Angle. But it's even worth it. Could he come back in a different role, or or do you just think he doesn't come at all? Is this just a a nice wink to him? So I don't want him to come back and wrestle at all. Okay. He looked like ass in his last couple matches in WWE. Now. Maybe he was hurt, whatever. He just – it looked like – it reminded me of watching Ben Roethlisberger play football this last year. Yeah. Like, man, it is time for you to go. I want to remember the good times. I, I want to remember you doing moonsaults off the top of cages onto Jeff Jarrett. Roethlisberger? Not, no. Uh, I mean he might have done those. I don't know. Kurt Angle. Not you losing to Baron Corbin. I mean, hey, you know what? Uh, you can only There's do no two. Right. Um Tua's never won a playoff game either. Like Ben had a Super Bowl I, I, after by his second year. Issue, but. Um, but so I just I would love for him to come back in some type of role, yeah. either a manager or just something. Okay. Maybe on the I don't know I don't know if he could do if he could be a, a like a on the desk. I don't know if that would work for him. Yeah, he's not the mm-hmm. he's never been the best. He's a situational yeah. uh, promo, which I dig, that. but. I would I would love for him to come back as a manager and take over some guys and, and elevate them, but I, I just see. don't want to see him back in the ring. I mean, they could definitely be a better version of uh, you know Team Taz or something like that, and, and that's not a shot. I just I mean, look who's in Team Taz. Does that make sense to you? <laughs> I mean, Hook is good. It's not about being good or bad. Son, I mean, yeah, but but the, the look that of makes everything, sense. what they did with Cage, who I think will be back very soon. Uh, you know, so that's what goes into number. My my opinion on this, if I don't think Kurt will jeopardize it unless he's can show that he's the old not old Kurt Angle, but the the one that can uh, make it through there, uh, yeah, and have it and put on a good match that you'll remember. Uh, I do think he has a home win impact. Period. I also think Regal does, so I hope it'd be really cool. Both of them turn up, but you know, rolls are rolls, and too much uh, is what we're going to talk about. If, uh, you know, I agree with that. I think the GM commentary role is best suited for Regal. That would be really dope. It puts it just like Tom. It puts a spit shine on our product. Uh, gives it a little definitive, uh, you know, wax job before presentation. I really, uh, it's it's really easy um, polishing. Really easy polishing. Um, nah, I want I'm, I want to bring up the idea. Let's bring up the new show thing. Use that as a cliffhanger, and then we can talk about uh, um, talk about what I was going to say. So, really quickly, we'll, let's get to the answer. We alluded to it the whole show. The roster is expanding. There's there's people, and I know you won't want them, and, and I don't necessarily at all uh, want him on the brand. Doesn't mean he can't get a job elsewhere. But Marco Stunt's about to be a free agent. Uh, I think uh, who else uh, was. The Brian Cage. Um, um, uh, there was a few other ones. Uh, Joey Janela. Who is yeah. Joey Janela? Um, um, a bit. I can't. Dante Martin. The guy who. No. Yeah. The little dude who. Marco uh, what is his name? Marco Stunt. No, not him. The other guy. Luke. Used to be an ROH. Oh, Leo Rush. 
Leo, Leo Rush. Rush. Yeah, and, and I, I wonder if that's the. I wonder why that is. I, it's obviously expiring. Maybe he doesn't want to take down his, you know, his tweets anymore. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I think, I mean, they apparently kind of patch things up. Um, I think, yeah. I don't know. His his issue appeared to be with not with the way Tony Khan responded to her, not necessarily the things she said. No, it was the things he said about her. Correct, yeah. but I'm saying she didn't. She did, he didn't necessarily agree with what she said. He didn't like the way that Tony Khan responded. Uh, okay, sure. Yeah, yeah, that's, so, I agree with that, and, well, I, and I agree with that. And, and you know, he put him in check, and you know, he does the yeah. job right now. But uh, I doubt it goes hand in hand. I'm sure uh, it has nothing to do with this. Speaking of that, you know, obviously uh, Melissa was very adamant in, of speaking her mind about Cage and his opportunities or lack thereof or his treatment there. You know, it, it's an unfortunate thing um, in byproduct. And I see, you know, uh, I think it was Critical Sting who said, is his stock fallen or has it sunk? Here's the unfortunate thing. Brian Cage has talent. Brian Cage is better suited with a mouthpiece that makes sense. Tess and him just didn't work. I don't know if it's personality thing backstage or, or, you know, it's just based off the Melissa stuff. But there's going to be a lot of people, and this is where I want to go. First of all, he's a human being. Let's, 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 let's say that. Uh, two, he hasn't wrestled since October, I believe. Um, and they're, they're, they're making his stock fall. The problem I have with that, and, and I'm really disappointed in, is we're talking as if Brian Cage is a piece of shit. Like he's just some broken down muscle head that this dude could go. And if Melissa comes in with him and she's his announcer, announces him to the ring and they just do something cool like that and he comes out and just fuck shit up, that's the Brian Cage that needs to happen. Now, I don't know why it didn't. Um, and what I was going to say was, you know, I already said, you know, we're unbiased here and all that stuff. I already said shame on Impact Brands for giving, you know, ROH and, and, and whoever else shit about our good standing right now. And I'm going to say the same about AEW fans right now. You guys thought these people were the fucking bee's knees, man. These were the next coming of, uh, of uh, you know, AJ Styles and whatever else. Um, you get them, you play with them, and then other people become free. And then you sign those. And then you sign other people. And it's the nature of the game. But don't forget that at one point, you thought this guy was the shit. They can't be the drizzling shits now Now that you saw them. I just never watched Impact. I just Does that either mean you're a sheep and you went off of the buzz of the person? Or does it mean you've never seen them wrestle period prior and then you whatever? So, so I, let's figure that out. Let's just remember that just because it didn't work out with your company or our company, it can't and shouldn't work with another company. Let, them, let the person have a fucking living. Stop shitting on the guy just because he's in a disagreement with your company right now. Yes, give me Josh versus Cage. Give me Muscles McGee versus whoever else, that, Johnny Swinger. Let's go. Bring Cage home. Look, man, I know he's not perfect. I get it. I know there's some work that, that could be done. I'm sure Melissa, her thing didn't help the cause. Who knows? We could suggest all day, and it's probably wrong. But I think this guy has some some real talent that's being just thrown in the shitter. So here's what I'll say. Yeah. Is is his name down? Yes. Yeah. Is it in the mud? Yes. Is it pretty worthless? Yes. 
but that's all in relation to him in AEW. Right. In Impact, he's the former X Division and World Champion. Yeah. Was absolutely amazing here. Right. To me, it's very similar when people leave WWE. Like, Dean Ambrose in WWE was in the shitter, in the mud. No one cared about him in WWE. He left was John Moxley, yeah. and it's like, okay, that's great. And so that's the thing. In AEW, yeah, they, they missed the mark. They missed the opportunity. Things didn't work out, whatever. Clearly, like, all his – he's blown through any excitement people had. Right. But bringing him back here, you remember what he was because he's still that guy. All that talent we saw, all the things that you're like a dude that weighs – 300 pounds shouldn't be able to do that he does he can still do all that stuff so to me that's what you look at when you look when you want this guy to come into impact you're not looking at the way AEW used him you're looking at the way he was used in impact and understand that he can go right back into that spot because he's not 47 years old so you know it's all great points and and I think you know Time will tell. I, I think he deserves an opportunity is the point. The point of the topic was, do, do, <laughs> what is our next show when we finally have a new show from Impact? Is it going to be an ROH show? Is it an NWA TNA? Is it a new knockout show? Is it a Thunder or a Rampage for fans now or a SmackDown? What is, you know, another day of the week episode of Impact. Um, as the roster grows, especially as these people become free agents as they will, once again, doesn't mean that they, just because they, didn't work out with you that they did can't work out somewhere else prior. I mean, there's a lot of other real, not real unscripted uh, sports uh, where people are good at one team, not good in another system, come back and tear it up. And then you no know, people say shit. Uh, yeah. You know, so it, think about it outside of the world of, of professional wrestling. There's different things that play into it. I talk about the Knicks all the time. Some of the shit's mental. Some of the shit's environment. Some of the shit, is uh, the people in the locker room, you don't know. And we always judge and say, oh, just don't judge. Let's let's speak for itself. Let's his talent speak for itself. So, um, but as far as a new show goes, for me, with these people possibly coming in, uh, and we still have a lot of other people we suspect. We mentioned the quintessential diva, uh, which it, it, the person that uses that on the indies is Giselle. God, I think it passes up to me. Just Giselle Shaw. There we go. Um, so we know who's coming is, is another knockout. Very talented knockout in the indies. Is it a knockout show? Really quick, Max. We're a little bit over, so I just want you to give me your answer as far as if you could put one show on Impact Plus or on Access TV on a, say, a, if we're on Thursdays, maybe a Tuesday or something of that nature. What kind of show would it be? I would use it as a show where it's kind of your primarily your bottom half of the roster the people that aren't getting a a chance okay. in impact mm-hmm. i would put them on i would obviously have a marquee matchup as the headliner but i would use it as a show to develop those people and help get them to the point where they can move on to your main show yeah. so it's that's the way that i would use it similar to what nxt started out as that's how I would do, do the show. Yeah, I'll make it quick. Uh, you know, there's a lot of different things that would be dope. If it's ROH, awesome, because I think you can have uh, two different worlds and you can create your own invasions on a, on a daily, weekly, monthly, yearly basis whenever you need to 
pull that out. Um, a knockout show would be awesome as well. I think they deserve it. I think they have enough talent. At the same time, I don't necessarily want to separate the two. Uh, why don't we put two different shows, as you were mentioning, like a, a Thunder, which, you know, maybe not as, you know, bottom as uh, Thunder, but we don't have that deep of a roster to where our bottom is, is garbage. So, you know what I mean? Like, there's people like Falaba, Larry D, that people believe in, uh, that like, I like, you know, them, I like Johnny Swinger, I like Hernandez, who've been written off, uh, Kimber, there's roles for these people that we think are being uh, written off currently, because they have nothing for them, or they're bringing more talent in. Those people could shine there, or have some enhancements. Make them enhancements. Let them try out new characters there. I, I think there's a, yeah. the more time, the better for this talent and this roster because this locker room is uh, is mad talented and it's only getting better. So yeah. guys, we're uh, we're a bit over. I want to thank you all for uh, sticking with us, listening to us. Uh, you know, if you're new to the show, once again, hit subscribe, hit like, all that jazz. Uh, comment so you could be on here next week uh, and have your uh, comments read uh, and replied to. Uh, and, uh, hit us up at, at TNAIW channel. If you want to try to, um, pop in the power rankings, give us some shit or no matter what, uh, I was killing it. He's in the chat every Saturday as well, live with us. Uh, and we do want your feedback as well. Saturday or Sunday show. What are you guys thinking? Should we stick to the Saturday, Sunday or Saturday eight or should we go to Sunday eight? Let us hear it. We do it for you guys. Uh, we're, you know, my only concern is football when it comes back. So, uh, we'll figure it out. Uh, let us know. We here, we are here to, uh, to please you, I guess. I don't know. Uh, anywho, uh, shout out to Lucha, IO, Critical Sting, uh, Datia who was in there, Bacon Space I saw, Steve I saw in there, uh, Macklin who was in there, Bert. Um, thank you guys. Thank you to our audio listeners. Thank you to our YouTube, uh, viewers. Um, we will have, uh, lucha on the show very soon to announce a new show as i mentioned uh that will be airing every monday or tuesday night excuse me uh so look out for that and then as always go check out uh talking bloody nonsense once again every thursday 4 p.m eastern 9 p.m bst it is our buddy our friend our family members uh in nixon and mr impact craig it's a great show they talk about british wrestling british wrestling <laughs> check out go. uh wrestling as well uh, but they really have some great interviews up there under TBN Chats. Uh, and they had Lizzie Evo, and then they had Ricky Knight Jr. Yes, that Ricky Knight Jr. wrestled Will Ospreay, nephew of, of Soraya slash Paige. You know the deal. Uh, go check those out. It's definitely worth uh, a listen, uh, and they're great. So watch them every Thursday. Thank you, guys. We'll see you next Saturday. Until then, goodbye. Max? Later, guys. <laughs> Bye, guys.